Am I the a-hole for evicting my pregnant tenant because she got pregnant? Sounds like it. If I'm a landlord, you think I'm trying to have some snot-nosed kids run around my apartment? No way. Yeah, they're raising the rent for like more tenants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doubling that rent. Yes, I know the title sounds awful, but please do hear me out before making judgment. I will accept what judgment is given. I, 30 male, purchase a three-bedroom condo in Toronto, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. You have a secret Canadian girlfriend yeah, yeah. that taught you the Canadian. Okay. What, what's the Canadian thing? A. Hey. And I was in my second year of medical residency. Soon after the purchase, I rented one of the rooms to my roommate, female 29, to offset the cost of the mortgage. I live in one room. She lives in the second. And the third is my study slash office. She has been a great roommate from the beginning. We aren't necessarily friends as we don't do things together for fun, but we do get along exceptionally well. It's kind of what you want out of a roommate. Yeah. A good enough. Good enough situation. Christian, you're good enough. I love you. The entire roommate tenant relationship has gone swimmingly up until recently. A couple of weeks ago, my roommate broke the news to me that she's diseased diseased with a parasite that is her child within her belly growing inside growing inside is it contagious she's pregnant the father was a fling of hers who does not want anything to do with the child my roommate has decided she wants to keep the child anyways and raise it on her own to me that seems like a huge challenge and i admire her for it she don't need no man yeah she don't she's a young independent woman that don't need no man or Maybe no no landlord. The issue is, while I don't necessarily dislike children, I have no desire to live with a baby. <coughs> Always crying, not doing the dishes, not taking out the trash. Stinking up the place. Stinking up the place, probably leaving open the toilet seat. Man, that baby don't pick up after themselves for nothing. You live under my roof. You live under my roof. You better be working. When I, when I was your age, I was in the coal mines. I was handing out newspapers in the coal mines while working the coal. While the condo is a fair size, flex, I will most definitely be woken up by the baby crying at night. My condo is also where I like to come home and relax. Like Take the ladies back to Yeah, take the ladies to bone down. I'm not going to be boning if there's a baby baby crying. My condo is where I like to come home and relax. It's like a haven after a long work day. And the idea of coming home to a baby... Seems honestly pretty chaotic, especially since this isn't my own child, i.e. one that my girlfriend and I decided to have slash mentally was prepared for. And as difficult as it is for me to do this, I told her essentially what I've written here. She better move out with her and that pregnant belly of hers because that baby and her are not welcome in my condo. I'm not rushing her out or anything. I have given her six months notice since any later than that will come too close to the birth. She was honestly quite taken aback and thought I was being cruel. All right. Well, I guess like, I don't know, do you think, do you think OP's being cruel by kicking out a pregnant woman on her ass? It's definitely a little rough since she's about to be a single mother at the same time. I, I totally understand where OP's coming from. A baby is a, is a big ask. It's a big ass. Big time ask. Yeah. And yeah, I wouldn't want that thing yapping in my house. Yeah. Especially, you know, like, a, a, like it's a condo. It's not like it's like your own apartment complex. Yeah. So it's a little rough. It's a rough. I would I would try to assure her, say, hey, I'm going to help you yeah, find, find a, a new place. place. 
Yeah, it is a, but it is, it is it's, rough. It's pretty. It's a, it's, it's a pretty, pretty sticky it's situation. Like, it's like one of those, like when when you're on the bus and you like stand up so that the pregnant woman can sit down. It's like he pushed the pregnant woman <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, um, not only do I not want you on my seat, how about you sit on the floor, you fat mama? Her primary concern is that rent has gone up substantially in this city since she signed on with me. I haven't increased her rent since she moved in, so she's essentially paying 2015 rent. She works as a waitress and will likely need to find a lesser apartment to keep within the same budget. A couple of other considerations are that she was out of work while restaurants were closed, but I did waive her rent for that period. All the furniture is also mine aside from her bedroom, so she would need to figure out that as well aside from child expenses. I understand her position and I feel horrible about the situation, but honestly, I just can't live with a big ass baby. He's not a charity. Am I the a-hole? Like this man, OP is not a charity. He's basically been very charitable with her this whole time. Yeah, he even gave her a break on the rent. So exactly. OP. Yeah. All right. Well, before we give our verdict, what do you think in the comments? Put it immediately. But what's the verdict? Not not the a-hole. Not not the a-hole or not the not a-hole? the a-hole. Not the a-hole. But Ariana, there is an update that makes OP look even better, honestly, oh, I think. Okay. So when I came home from work today, I told her that I wanted to discuss the overall situation. Before I even began, she actually apologized to me for how she spoke to me and for expecting that I would be okay for her to raise her child here. I told her that her apology is totally unnecessary and her reaction was completely understandable considering the uncertainty of her future. I then told her, but I told all of you, that I would waive her rent for the remainder of her stay to help her get on her feet. Yo, that's chill. That's a really chill move. All right, so OP for sure not the a-hole. Yeah. But yeah, hey, let me know in the comments what you think you would do if you were in this situation. Would you want to live with a baby? Would you be okay with that? Um, put your comments down below. You've just been graced by my girlfriend, the beautiful Ariana, um, and I will see you very soon. Make me wear a suit instead of my safety gear? Have fun destroying your company. Okay, OP. This is OK, OP. I'm Samuel Donner. And I'm John Fry. And we tell the funniest stories on the internet. And John, have you ever had to wear like a uniform that you didn't want to? Definitely. I've had uh, two instances. Um, okay, let's hear it. Uh, well, the first one, I was working at uh, Mr. Kebab and Falafel. Amazing. In Capitola, California. And I, at the time, you know, I, I just moved from Florida, young buck, 17 years old, and didn't have a ton of clothes. So I was wearing my attire from the summer before, which was, you know, Tiva sandals? Uh, Yeah, yeah. The ones that like strap around your yeah, foot. They like, yeah, they yeah. like, it's like, it's like, it's a sandal, essentially, yeah. um, with like Velcro, colored Velcro strap, scra uh, straps, colored pants, shirt. And then the owner comes in and he's like, uh, I was a waiter. And he's like, John, you cannot serve people with open toes. It's just, it's just not what we do. And at the time I was like, man, let me, let me wear what I want, man. Let me, let me express myself. And now I'm like, I don't want to stare at someone's toes, oh my especially my toes. Like I, if I, if someone else has my toes, I don't need to see that. I like, don't know, John. I think you might get extra tips from uh, those those customers with the foot fetish. I, I one time had some uh, 60, 60 year old grannies that uh, they they threw down some cash for me, dude. Hey. They, they they liked what they saw. They trying to buy John <gasps> yep. out, get a night at the hotel above the falafel place. And let me tell you, at that point in time, I was for sale. <laughs> <laughs> if you have money for my seventeen year old broke ass. 
Here I am. Let's just say the falafel wasn't the only meat they're getting. Uh-oh. Oh, John's <laughs> serving up some fresh beef. Although falafel does not have any meat, I still... Is <laughs> falafel? Or is it shawarma. Shawarma has some meat. They don't have any meat in the it's, falafel? It's, uh, 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 well, I know the falafel is Garbanzo the beans. Oh shit! It's blended garbanzo beans. Although uh, it does, it does taste very hearty. I will give it there, to you. Is this there any meat? <laughs> there's no. I don't even. I I don't know if there's any common iteration of a falafel. Well, with, but with is meat. there meat like served with the falafel? You could get like a shawarma. That's okay. like a common thing. So is serving be- that shawarma. <laughs> hey, the joke still stands. Okay, the joke still. St- I didn't want to ruin it in the moment, but I did want to educate you. <laughs> I appreciate the education. <laughs> falafel, no meat. Anyway, Anywho, <laughs> speaking of. Toes exposed and uh, exposed toes and the wrong clothing. Make me wear a suit instead of my safety gear. Have fun destroying your company. This will be an interesting see how we go from point A to point B there. Uh, it's a journey that goes through time, space, and Reddit. The Twilight Zone. The backstory. Ooh. Father-in-law works for a heavy equipment manufacturer, highway-making equipment, machines for gold and gem mining. The machines aren't really relevant to the story, only that they're big and scary enough that everyone is under very strict supervision about safety. Well, almost everyone. The description of what they work on just makes me think of the fo- the Ford F-150. <laughs> <laughs> it can take any rocks that you need. 12 tons of rocks. The Ford F-150's got it. Uh, Crush them like they were meant to be. (laughs) This company has one IT guy. He does everything from web admin to the ID badges to the printer isn't working. So obviously, he needs an office with a computer. Only problem is, most of his job is keeping the ancient assembly line machines on life support. Mm. So he's constantly on the factory floor fixing error code TI-86 on the machine C-137. You know, a bunch of gobbledygook that means big machines, one guy fixing them. Getting his hands real dirty. Yeah, just like the Ford F-150 does. Vroom. Vroom, vroom, mother effer. The problem. One day, one of the VPs of butt kissing deigns to leave the plush veneer of the C-level suites to enter the plebeian offices and takes great offense to the IT guy wearing jeans, boots, and one of those orange high-vis reflective vests in this strictly suit-and-tie office. Mm-hmm. Protests about IT guy's job duties fall on deaf ears. And since this IT department of one single solitary person doesn't have an official C-level officer, the VP of butt kissing decides to write a new dress code for the IT department. Suit and tie at all times, no exceptions. No. IT guy shows up the next day in a suit and tie, as asked, tries to fix an error on the factory floor, and rightfully, gets turned away at the door for lack of safety gear. My man's not wearing a high-vis vest. Oh, boy. He spends a few days in his office goofing off while the errors on the factory floor grow and grow and grow. The fallout. Finally, around 3 a.m. one night, a big production line goes down. Dun, dun, dun. This is a huge contract for the company. The company might go under if this client goes elsewhere. As such, emergency procedures state all C-level execs and even the owner must be notified immediately if this line stops at any time for any reason. So the upper echelon of the company, including the VP butt kisser, assembles in the boardroom to prepare for the firing spree. Pew, pew. Someone's going to go down. Uh Uh-oh. Around 5 a.m., 
IT guy is ordered into the boardroom where they really lay into him before they fire him. Threats of blacklisting him in the industry, threats of lawsuits for damages, etc. Of course, there's the condescending, now, what do you have to say for yourself? The mic drop. He unfolds a few pieces of paper from his pocket and puts them on the table in front of the owner. This is why I have to wear a suit and tie no matter what. This was my objection because I have to do my job properly. This is the safety officer refusing me entry for lack of safety gear. And this is the record that the VP butt kisser got my emails, but never responded. This guy has the receipts. He is prepared, prepared, prepared. Not a pin drop or cricket chirp could be heard. Just the faint ruffling of papers as the owner read. Finally, he spoke. Your so-called dress code is officially revoked. VP Buttkesser is no longer allowed to have any authority over you. Please put on your safety gear and fix the machine. The rest of us will stay here all day until I'm convinced that this problem will never happen again. VP Buttkesser. Kept his job. He was very good at doing his namesake after all, but he was transferred to VP of a division that didn't even exist and a workforce of one, only him. Rumor is he kept the job because he was related to the owner somehow, but at least his self-righteousness can't ruin actual work being done. Bruh. Just like it's, it's so beautifully maliciously compliant because not only was he able to like take, take the guy down, but also just do nothing, fiddle around with yeah, his work. Yeah, I know. Basically have a, a chill chill couple days, uh, relaxing. <laughs> and like that just shows, keep the receipts, man. Oh, keep, keep the, receipts. the receipts, guys. The receipts are very important. They are. But you know what you should always have on you and make oh. sure you're prepared with? Oh, that subscription to OKOP. Hey, hey. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok and Spotify if you want to be a real one. Support us on Patreon. Yes. Join Muhammad, Amanda, Will Combs, Connor Van Buren, Desiree Canterbury, Keegan Simmons, and Kathy Quigley. See you soon.